Hi, I'm Neil Nix. After every live show, we find ourselves having intense post-show conversations. So we decided to leave the record button on and let you listen in. So this is Truth Lies Shenanigans, the after show. In our live show, season three, episode nine, we discussed Aaron Rodgers lying about the COVID vaccine and Elon Musk's snarky challenge to the UN on the hunger crisis. And in our three minute quick fire, we talked about drones, Popeye's rat problem, and the Astroworld tragedy. In the after show, Travis Scott and the Astroworld tragedy dominated the conversation. Take a listen. I actually pulled you down. I turned your uh, your your color uh, down. I was like, I pulled it way down. You were really Rob white. If I just leave it like as is, Rob is definitely darker than me today. I tell you. <laughs> like if I had left it like the normal color, oh my god, you would have been like. <laughs> are you in front of a window, Liz, or you have a light? Like you have a, a ring. So light. I have a, I have a light here, but like the last when did I see Mike Winter? Um, actually Halloween. And I remember I had my makeup on, oh, but yeah. I saw him the week before that, right? And didn't have any makeup on at all, just some Carmex on my lips. And he was like, girl, mm-hmm. when you get out of you fight. Like, <laughs> I mean, because look at And then not hands. being outside, too. Yeah. 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 Not being outside and getting that. Connecting live video. I look, like Michael right. Jackson. I look like Michael Jackson right now, though. On live. Like Philly. On live. <laughs> Not MJ. It does look, look a little bit like Michael Jackson. Yeah. I don't Michael sleep Jackson in the bed with children, though. I don't sleep in the bed with children, though. I don't do that. I don't do that. <laughs> Listen, you're I am Mike. not an MJ apologist. I am not an MJ apologist. <laughs> Clearly. And we appreciate that about you. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> you guys All right. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, a little bit more about this uh, Astro World. Oh, Travis. Yeah. yeah Travis Scott. Yeah. So, so I honestly, for a venue of 50,000, for shit to get this out of control is ridiculous. Travis Scott holds a lot of responsibility in this. If he's the performer on stage, especially when I saw him elevated on that platform, he's 20, 30 feet up. So he's almost 40 feet above. He's got an amazing vantage point of what's going on. Um, What blew me away was when there were emergency vehicles with their little emergency lights going through the crowd, people climbing on top, not moving out of the way. Well, I'm sorry, as a performer, I promise you that he saw something that was going on. And if shit is going all to hell, why wasn't someone saying, one of the organizers, why wasn't that being communicated? Because I've been to metal shows and people think that we're crazy for having a mosh pit. Okay, well, but a mosh pit is where people get their aggression out. And, you know, I look at people in mosh pit and go, you people are crazy. Can you describe what a mosh pit is exactly? A mosh pit is basically when a circle opens up at a metal show and uh, people just, it's dance aggression. They jump around, they kick, they punch, they take runs at one another. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. like uh, I can't remember which band, um, but they call it the Wall of Death. And what happens is they line up and they face one another. And then when they give the word, people just charge at one another. And it's the Wall of Death. It's this mosh pit. People get busted up, but people don't die. 
Because if somebody goes down at a metal show, I have seen it. I have seen mosh pits get a little bit too crazy. And then the big guys that are on the periphery recognize what's going on and they form a protective circle. They will help somebody up off the ground. They will help get somebody up and over to the other side. Um, these surges are preventable. The venue operators need to provide safety. You need to have gates, barriers. And I know that there were gates and barriers that were knocked down. But when that ship gets knocked down, you need to put them back up. You need to have some sense of order. And if shit is going to hell, then the performer needs to put a stop to the performance. And I have seen this at metal shows where they've just flat out said, hey, stop. Uh-huh. Stop. Somebody is down over here. Somebody is down. Stop fucking show help this person out be good to one another we're not performing another second until we know that person is okay and that sets the tone for the rest of the show what pissed me off about all the ancillary video that i've seen so far for this travis scott show is he was witnessing shit he was seeing people completely unresponsive being pulled out of the front row right in front of him he paused the show for and a second I, right but i've yeah, never so- i never heard him say anything to the effect of, you know, this has this has to stop. Everyone's here to have a good time. Just so, so let me just so from the Washington Post, um, I think this post yeah. like maybe three, four hours ago. Um, so they say yeah. during the show at around nine forty two PM, Scott stops mid song after <clears throat> noticing someone in the crowd passed out. Quote, we need somebody to help him. Somebody passed out right here. Somebody passed out right here. Hold on. Don't touch him. Don't touch him. Let security get him, he mm-hmm. says. Everyone just back up. Security, somebody help. Jump in real quick. Keep going. Somebody jump in and help him. Come on, come on. Security, get mm-hmm. in there. So apparently there were moments because there were several stops during the show. Um, apparently there were moments where he saw something and was kind of like, okay, this doesn't look too good. Let me, you know. He did but, also. I, 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 you know, I, I think it's a little bit of what Robbie is saying, but a little bit of also like this is a show that has fifty thousand people. That's my fifty thousand people. Did he stop multiple and times or just that one? Multiple times. No, no, he stopped multiple times. Not. I don't know if he was as vigorous in you know trying to get people to help. I do think at at a couple of stops he was kind of egging the crowd on maybe not really understanding, you know, that it was some serious shit going, but stop. Can you just hold that picture right there? Neil? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jeez, so, I mean, if you are on a stage, you can't see a lot of that stuff. Um, and you know, fuck all of y'all for having me defend Travis Scott, but there's a <laughs> lot to be said about being on stage in a situation like this. Now the question becomes, because, you know, for security measures, um, you have a crowd of 50,000 people. So did he have enough security? Right. Did he right. have enough crowd mm. control? That's my question. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I tend to want to put it, you know, definitely on the venue, because what does the venue, you know, require for security and crowd control um, in terms mm-hmm. of safety? Like how many, you know, how many ambulances do they have there? How many, you know, EMT people do they have there? Because even if we didn't have this, a crowd of 50,000, something's going to go wrong. Somebody's going to They panic. had a field hospital set up. They had a field hospital that saw over 300 people go. Did they need more than one, though? Like, like I'm saying, like, for a crowd of 50,000, like, 
was there enough? And what did the venue require? But at the same time, I'm just like, you know, people, can we not just go to the concert and enjoy it? Have you guys ever been to a concert? Have you been to concerts that crowded or crowded concerts like that? Absolutely. Rock Fest Fest in Montebello. Joe and I went. This was a three-day festival in the province of Quebec. And it was a crowd of some 115,000 people. So to say that I saw some black eyes from the mosh pit, or multiple mosh pits, yes. Uh, People died. Oh, were people injured? Well, yeah, I mean, there's over 100,000 people in a town of typically 1,500 people, a farming community. So, yeah, people get stupid. People drink and, you know, get hospitalized. But no, no. And that's it. Like, I avoid, if if the opening act is hip-hop, if it's rap, I have no interest in being there because that's when the violence, that's when people get shot. That's when people die. That's when things get stupid. I don't see that shit at metal shows. I don't. I don't know. I, I personally don't know if it's a difference between metal or hip hop or anything like that. I just think that there are just sometimes it's a difference in the fans. I'm not talking about the music. I'm talking about the fans. I don't know. I don't know that there's a, a, a huge but difference. It is kind of like with Travis Scott's fans, Explain there you. is that type of. Like, Travis Scott, I was telling um, Robbie Rock that he's kind of like a rock star. Like, he's in the rap world. He kind of has more of a white demographic of fans, like Rocky kind of transitioning to hip hop. So he does yeah, have that you crowd. look at this crowd, at right? Mm. It's it's crowd is probably, it's, it's, it, yeah, I it's, wouldn't even say it's diverse. I would say it's predominantly white. Um, you yeah, know, the majority of rap, the majority of people in this country, I'm not sure about Canada, but the majority of the people in this country who buy rap music, who go to concerts are actually white. Especially Travis Scott. Oh, yeah. I'm not um, going to say Travis Scott is not huge in the, uh, <laughs> um, the hip hop l- world. Let me per just, se. It's, he's more of a pop hip hop artist. I'm yeah. not familiar with his music. Like I could, I, I couldn't right. even tell you, like, I don't know his music, but to answer your initial question, freshman year. At the University of Colorado, Folsom Field, Cypress Hill concert, mm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, they were still hype back in 1993. Um, maybe Gianni's like, Cypress who? Oh, boy. So like, you don't know Cypress Hill? Gianni, you don't That's know insane. Cypress Hill? That's <laughs> insane. She probably knows a couple of songs from Cypress Hill, though. So my favorite, just, just to break up, my favorite Cypress Hill song, when I'm, like, very stressed, I used to play this all the time on the train in New York City. How I can just kill a man. Mm-hmm. How I can just kill a man. Because that's how I felt on the train in New York City. <laughs> so back to the concert. 50,000 people, you know, at this football field on the University of Colorado campus. Cypress Hill, tons of moshers, if you will. Majority white crowd. Tons of, mm-hmm. like, tons of mosh pits. My friend who was in the group with us got kicked in the head. Next day, she had a huge, <laughs> huge knot on her head, right? Um, but did they have enough security to account for the moshers? I don't think so. And that was in 1993. I don't think yeah. so. Now, no one died. Nothing mm-hmm. happened to this extent, thankfully. But I was there. I saw them. Was there a crowd surge? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I'm always curious about the people in the crowd who can't act right like yes yeah. there i think that's the bigger issues. problem it's like 
Yeah, it's just people are just people sometimes. I've been in some crowded places before where people like pushing and shoving and then, you know, and this wasn't even concerts. I mean, I, I don't think I've been to a concert where I've had that number of people. I usually try to avoid concerts like that. Um, I usually will go to like a, a um, you know, something in a concert hall or something like that and, and watch somebody. But, or I just, I don't really go to concerts like that, but I think... You know, I've been in places like that. I was down on the mall one time for an event, um, and man, I was getting crushed. I mean, if anything had gone wrong, like for example, people falling out, I would have pro- there were, I probably would have been a stampede. Um, yeah. but I, actually, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was after the Sandy Hook shooting, and it was uh, oh. it was yeah, it was. I think it might have been an anti-Trump rally or anti-Trump um, march or something. Anti-Trump. Like I went to. <laughs> I mean, even yeah. in terms of crowd what? for this, it, not just even the crowd. <laughs> you have people in the crowd that are, you know, have syringes and that that's are crazy. injecting people. That's, that's horrible. Yeah, that's, that's, that's mad. What is that? Let me and, play this one so video it, real quick. Um, this one video of this lady pleading for them to stop. And why is a 10-year-old at a Travis Scott concert? Yeah. That's a good question. Why is it? Put that he can't hear her. He can't hear her. I can barely hear what she's saying. Tell her to get off. He can't hear her. He can't hear her. He can there was a Twitter comment that noted, there was a Twitter comment said, that said, when you have governments and leaders and, and corporations that put profit in their business over basic like human morality or ethics, then this kind of trickle effect down to like workers at a concert, that kind of thing is normal. So yeah, he's thinking, yeah, let me do my job. Yeah, let me do my job and not. And not, again, he has, you know what I mean? he has his headset on. Anything, any information that's coming into him on that headset is from production. Like, that's all he can hear. He cannot hear her. And she's not supposed to be up there. She's lucky. I mean, I mean but she did the right thing to go up there and try she, and, to and, save a person's oh no, life. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not knocking her at all. But in the totality of it, she's not supposed to be up there. Well, his expectations of him being able to listen. It's like, get the fuck mm-hmm. back. What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. She's lucky, yeah. you know, that security didn't tackle her because you have tons of, you know, fans that try to rush the stage. Yeah, there was no to security. Get to, the, to get to the <laughs> right. Party. So I don't blame this camera person at all. Like, he's just like, what are you doing here? And he can't hear her. Like, if you go back through the, through the, the tape or the feed or what have you, it, it took me a minute to even understand what she was saying. He, yeah. he can't hear her. Um, I don't know where thi- these pictures are in proximity to where yeah, they're trying to resuscitate is. a man and then people are just. But let me like just say rambling. this because I'm not pro Travis Scott or whatever. Travis has been sued in the past for hmm. some of the rhetoric that has come out of his mouth during concerts in which he has engaged the crowd in which he, he has incited in- them, incited, incited the crowd to be more hype to rush the stage, to stampede and all these things. Yep. So that doesn't help his Man. cause. That There's some comments no, right here real quick on uh, the TLSfans.com page. It's, uh, 
I'm jealous you saw Cypress Hill. That's from Jose. Dr. Robin says, who in the world takes a 10-year-old to a concert? Thank you. I'm like, what? The baby (laughs) ain't supposed to be there. The baby is not supposed to be there. And especially a Travis Scott show. Like, I'm not not a fan. I don't listen to his music. But during the small snippets that people were posting on their social media, I was like, this this isn't age-appropriate content for the injuries on the little High energy. No. And Robin Johnson says, uh, let's see what she says. Uh, hey, this is just sad. There will be large lawsuits. And the reports also say the medics were woefully not trained. Yeah. Wow, that's sad. Yeah. Well, that's it. There's, it's a developing story. There's a lot of details that are emerging. Yep. At, at this, I think at this there point. were a lot of deficiencies with, obviously, the security, right? No um, mm-hmm. Also, you know, with what the city provided, what the venue provided. Um, I don't know because I didn't see a lot of what trap aside from that account of when he saw a particular incident and was like, okay, stop. I, mm-hmm. I didn't see what Travis was saying to people, but I can't imagine that on stage 50,000 that he immediately saw something. Now, if he's up there telling people to keep going, then yeah, that's a problem. That, that, that's a problem. You guys, Anybody notice this? Like, no masks. I mean, we're talking like, yeah. I mean, I know this is Houston, Texas. We're talking Texas. Texas. We're talking <laughs> Texas. Man, we're, they were they all like sardines. Rob D, can you say it again for the people in the back? Texas. Texas, <laughs> Texas right? Let's Texas. just get this apology. Uh, did, did, he did it. Travis, oh, go ahead, Johnny. I was just going to say, does any of you think that Travis should have stopped the show completely? Or yes. I have seen metal acts do this where it's just like, you know what? You people are fucked. You're not looking out for one another. This is dangerous. Mm-hmm. We're not doing this. Peace out. Hey, you're pissed off and you're going to want to tear the arena apart, but you're just going to leave. You're not going to trample someone at my show. And when you're the performer, you can help incite a crowd. You can calm a crowd. You control. Mm-hmm. You, you have an emotional dialogue with that crowd and you can direct those emotional surges. If people are so packed in, that you can see that nobody's moving, nobody's getting their hands up because they can't, or nobody's getting their hands down because they can't. When you see a wave of people and people collapsing, you see this, especially if you're on a platform 35 feet up and you're seeing all of these bodies, these people being removed. They're unconscious, they're unresponsive. Dude, do something, say something. This is your show. These are your fans. They turned out to see you. You didn't behave with their best interests. At Lizzie, I know you want to say you something. just wanted to keep the, in the hype going. And I do think he wanted to keep the hype going, no but question. I don't know exactly what he saw or how he interpreted it. Like he may have just thought they were mosh pits. That's true. He may have just thought they were moshes. Um, so I, 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 I don't know. And I don't mean to mm-hmm. say that because I'm not defending Travis at all. Yeah. I'm just trying to imagine being on stage, looking yeah. at 50,000 people and not really knowing what was going what's on. Going on. Um, that's I may not see have, what the like, kid at the back is doing, but I can see what the first 20 rows are doing, clearly. Right. But, but do we know what was going on in the first 20 rows? And then where I do think he should have had, or the venue should have had, overseers, right? People that are mm-hmm. on the lookout for shit like that. And that Especially with a big crowd his, like that. Exactly. And Especially- that might be his responsibility. 100 percent um like again so, fifty thousand people is a lot 
to manage. Yep. But you have to be prepared to manage it. If you're not prepared to manage it, that's on you. That is one. There's responsibility with the artist. Mm-hmm. So the um, before we close out, because we're a bit we're a minute over time, but before we close out, I want to make sure we play this message that he had to his fans and get you guys' feedback on its sincerity. I just want to send out prayers to the to the ones that was lost last night. We're actually working right now to identify the families so we can help assist them through this tough time. You know, my fans, my fans, like, my fans really mean the world to me, and I always experience, and any time I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I, you know, I stop the show and, you know, help them get the help they need, you know? Um, I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. Uh, we've been working closely We've been working closely with everyone to just try to get to the bottom of this, the city of Houston, HPD, fire department, you know, everyone to, you know, help us, help us figure this out. So if you, if you have any information, um, you know, please just contact your local authorities. Um, Everybody continue to just keep your prayers. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly just devastated and. I could never imagine anything like this just happening. And I'm gonna do everything I can to keep you guys updated and just keep you guys informed on what's going on. Um, love you all. I just want. So, what do we think, Robbie? You you've been um, kind of critical. What do you think? Do I think well, he's going through it and feeling it? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, doesn't mean that he's not responsible for certain things, but I do think, I don't think that he, you know, went to that show that night anticipating to perform and be negligent. No. Sure. Sure. I, mm. I don't think that at all. Um, so I, I, I do think he, he's feeling it. Eight people so far, eight people died. Yeah. I, I, I think he's definitely feeling it, you know, mm. um, I'd be. I think he's feeling it for sure, but I, the whole time I'm watching his body language, um, his eyes are closed the entire time. He's, he's high, Rob. Constantly... Remember, he's high. Remember, he's high. <laughs> yeah, okay, so he might... Are you trying to say he so... put this message out here high? <laughs> so he might be. He might be he's as high. high. He's definitely high. He does look he's high. Definitely... Come on, man. So so then, you know what? Exactly. I mean, get get yourself straightened up before you post anything that way, because. As I'm watching the body language, it, the characteristics of someone who's lying are being exhibited. I was so thinking the same he, thing. That's why I wanted to bring it up. So he, kept he, going might like be, this. he might be feeling it, or he might be trying to empathize with people as he should, but I don't know anything about him. He could be a sociopath who's trying to demonstrate the way that he should be feeling. I don't know, but I don't know anything about him, Mia. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, for all I know, he may not have that frontal lobe activity. <laughs> that might be a stretch. I think he has. Honestly, so then so. none of us can really assign anything to what he's feeling or what right. that true. means. That's true. Although I no. do, I, I think 99% of my statement is fact in that he was high during that segment. I would think yeah. that's I'm not going to do that. Then get, your shit, get yourself straight up. He probably should have done a public statement. 
you have Gianni, people yeah. who can put out an apology or a statement no, on your behalf so that you're yeah, not absolutely. wrecked when you I'm going to give you the absolutely. last comment. What are, you, what are your final thoughts, John? Absolutely. I feel like, just like everybody says, it is kind of hard to judge how he really felt. Um, who Everybody responds differently. But um, I will say the fact that he even went on in his kind of natural high state and tired looking, obviously, and kind of nonchalant tells me that he did does care a little bit. I just don't know if he's like emotionally attached to the people that died, obviously. So he's not like, oh, I'm heartbroken. He's not heartbroken, but he oh, he's aware of this like severity. Like, I think so, for sure. Um, yeah. That's it. All right. And I think that captures the air of detachment that I was that I was kind of inferring. Yeah, there is that detachment. That, that captures it a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Good discussion. I want to thank everyone who stuck around to talk and listen to us. I see there's a bunch of people online on our Facebook KLS fans page, so appreciate you stopping to listen, and we will see you next time.